Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of I don't know with Samantha George. This is the weekly podcast where we talk about life, conspiracy theories, the paranormal, talk to guests and occasionally have some deep conversations. On today's episode, we have someone who I personally think is super 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 cool. She is an entrepreneur and the founder of Le Soap. We have Sandhya Shivamurgan. I hope I said that right <laughs> at least this time. <laughs> Sandhya. So, hi Sandhya. How, how's it going? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Honestly, I'm so glad to have you here on the podcast. Thank you so much for making time to be on it. Thank you so much for inviting me. It's been quite a long time. I'm so glad we could catch up like this. Yeah, I'm def I mean likewise because I see you post about such cool things and I was like, you know what? Sandhya needs to be on the podcast because you do such great things, right? Uh with your uh with your business and I mean it's just so cool to see you blossom after university so I was just like we need to have her on the show. So yeah thank you so much again for joining me and taking time out to join. That's so sweet of you. Thank you so much for inviting. It's quite an honor to be featured actually. <laughs> uh so before we go in Sandhya I just want I just need to let the listeners know that you're a poet too right? You write also. Yes. And additionally with her being a poet she also has like she writes a lot. and one of the things that she used to write was college notes and honestly i think i speak for myself and a lot of students she was literally the saving grace during exams because her notes literally i'm pretty sure everyone in our department at least like read your notes before going to do their exams so yeah thank you sandhya for that that's really appreciated i think most of us uh, to some extent owe our diplomas also to you <laughs> I'm so glad it could help a lot of people. I just like figured okay I'm graduating I I have a lot of notes I might as well just give them away and help a lot of other people. Yeah I mean yeah. it definitely worked for sure. Like I think most of my marketing things I learned a lot from your notes for it. Oh yes marketing was a lot of fun actually. Yeah actually I'm not going to lie about that. So uh, Sandhya in today's episode we're going to talk about something that I feel like you know at this moment during the pandemic needs to be addressed. uh we're Definitely. talking about education system and if our education system is meant for entrepreneurs sandhya what do you think about that is a pretty controversial topic if you ask me to be honest what's your say um if you actually see from our school days the school system was not made for entrepreneurship mm-hmm. because there used to be more of science olympiad math olympiad or science focused mm-hmm. Yeah. and uh, and if you ask any kid their ambition it would be like i'm going to do engineering i'm going to do medicine you only see people taking the mainstream route the easy way out falling into a job market you don't really see at least back in the school days i don't see anything built for entrepreneurship mm-hmm. i think only towards the time when we all grew up and progressed a little bit further that's when the term entrepreneurship showed up yeah, and yeah but it just showed up it <laughs> doesn't just stop there It's not like okay, entrepreneurship is here. Education is going to be sorted. It's not the case because it's still relatively something new mm-hmm. to the business world, at least. So, getting it converted into education, it's definitely going to take a lot of time. Yeah. So, likewise, you know, I've been reading a lot of articles and resources, whatever was available, and there was one interesting thing that I came about. So. There is this article uh that it was a survey basically done by the Global Entrepreneurship Monitor uh during 2017 and only 39.3% of Indians think that entrepreneurship 
is even a good uh, career choice so obviously you know before even diving into entrepreneurship you need to think at least it's a good choice so like you know uh, where something where a country which is known as a factor driven economy and compared mm-hmm. to other factor driven economies and brics nations we rank really low when it comes to at least this statistic and you know countries like china and south africa brazil they rank uh, they rank 65.9%, 73.8% and 77.7% respectively. And they too are like wow. factor driven economies. For the listeners who don't know what a factor driven economy is, it's basically a country that uh, you know competes primarily on unskilled labors and natural resources. So, when you think of things like that, you know, like when people do not want to even think of getting into entrepreneurship or think that entrepreneurship is a good career choice, where would they even dive into being an entrepreneur so this made me question obviously why does this happen why do people have such a you know not a very positive uh, relation when it comes to entrepreneurship what do you think sandhya i mean you're an entrepreneur yourself why do you think you know people do not want to get into entrepreneurship or become an entrepreneur that easily i think first of all it's mainly what society tells you mm-hmm. it's basically the societal norms that conform you it okay. like confines you into this cage that you need to do something that's not entrepreneurship now a few people they cannot do entrepreneurship they may know what it is and they know what it's like and they will not want to do it because it will not give them the financial security and stability which they would like to achieve so there are a few people i know who prefer not to dive into it but then there are people who would like to do it but society wouldn't allow them now suppose we can say it for example when i had like wanted to take up this entrepreneurship i mean i was like really convinced about becoming a pastry chef ever since i was in school so mm-hmm. when i had decided to take up commerce in the 11th and 12th grade and i had been telling a uh, few of my relatives saying that yeah we are going to be shifting to commerce and i'm going to be focusing more on business because that's going to help me when i grow up Mm-hmm. and then of course there come the relatives who will be like but why i mean he took engineering she took architecture she took medicine if they can do it why can't you do it i mean they're able to do it right which means you will be also be able to do it i mean it it doesn't work that way they'll not understand but a few people they just do it to please the society so yeah true so i mean before we get even into entrepreneurship we need to make few things clear that entrepreneurship is not for everyone obviously uh, definitely there are some people it obviously cannot be you don't have the skills maybe a few people do not have the skills of an entrepreneurship and few of us might not even want to experience that kind of failure if your business fails yeah definitely and, exactly so again if entrepreneurship is not for everyone and so sh- i mean if it's not for you good for you you can do something else if it's for you i'm glad you're listening to this episode so uh, there are a few factors that i found you know why people did not want to take up entrepreneurship the first one was lack of funds you know funds is a big thing that is related to entrepreneurship and once people feel like they do not have funds they do not want to go ahead with the journey understandable the second one is government regulation and complete complex tax tax structures even as business students i think a lot of things about taxes we don't know yet Agreed. like uh, like i i'm personally uh, you know planning to i'm working on a startup right now me and a friend and to be honest with you we do not know how to go about taxes how to register a company 
and all these various things and it was i mean i just thought about it and i'm just like you know even though i learned business there are so many things that we still don't <laughs> learn from schools especially when it comes to yes, starting definitely. a business for yourself and the third one is obviously the educational entrepreneurial education at primary and secondary school levels and the fourth one is obviously the cultural and social norms that prevent people yes. from becoming entrepreneurs just because of the fear of failure yeah this obviously got me thinking why do we indians think entrepreneurship is not good and then i started to retrospect in my own life and i realized like hey we do learn a lot of useful stuff in school right we learn about you know white blood cells and red blood cells we learn how to even measure uh, the area of a square to even we even get this uh, subjects where we have to grow our own plants but we don't learn yeah. simple things like how to start your own business how to pay your own taxes how to exactly. manage your finances unless obviously you're a finance major then you got at least say 50 to 60% of it covered so okay. yeah and i mean i'm not trying to say there's our education system is bad i'm in no way i'm trying to say that i'm just saying there are areas in which we could improve but oh, agreed yeah but before we get into like you know entrepreneurship like i said you know entrepreneurship is not for everyone only if you're interested in being an entrepreneur you should take it up because again there's a lot of heartbreak i feel involved in entrepreneurship uh and you know the education system is just made for people uh, who want linear careers and jobs and even in that according to national skills report in 2014 they done the survey only around 30% of the graduates were considered employable wow that's quite a low number actually yeah so i mean even the essential skills what we need to get employed is probably not cultivated that much in our education yeah. system so we get to know yeah. that you know there's certainly a gap that exists in our system and we have to try to find ways to improve it we have this very robotic sense in our education system like you know there's only theory not much of practical experiences you can't ask too many questions on a subject you can't take too many risks and that starts off right from nursery right um, and that that whole robotic sense of uh, following the rules or not questioning too much it kind of curbs creativity from children and this creativity is one of the root is like the root cause of entrepreneurship and um, you know talking about this root cause and how it should start from nursery and stuff there was i think a friend of mine uh, told me that either in japan or singapore a fifth or sixth graders are given assignments where they have where they given like you know either pencils or pens and they need to go and sell it so you know okay yeah so right from that level they're creating skills to enhance these children's entrepreneurial skills so i feel at least you know when it comes to things like uh, real life scenarios that's where our educational system kind of lags behind what do you think yeah so from what you've seen in this activity they're basically ensuring there are soft skills so yeah. it's not just that selling is what you're trying to achieve it's basically how you're going to sell it yeah mm-hmm. true i'm pretty sure they would have to write a report on what strategies did they use yeah. who did they approach what's their target market so there are a lot of things they're actually achieving practically 
Mm-hmm. But if you look at us, we will be able to only state all these theoretical facts because yeah. we've only been in a more theory-focused environment. Yeah, definitely. Which we probably, while everyone else is going out and selling things, we'll be like, okay, this is the observation. A sold this that much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's good. It's obviously good to improve your analytical side of your brain. But when you're talking about, you know, more of the going out there and doing things. well lacking behind and you yep, know definitely. and again you know at least these small activities can obviously help a child also understand like hey is this something i'm good at do you, do i want to go out there and talk to strangers can i think about doing that in the future or they could also be like okay this is not something i like doing i should probably think of something else so you've already provided with these options before them and they can learn for themselves what they feel is good and what they think is not good for them and uh, you know again we have different in countries like usa entrepreneurship is cultivated in universities that is obviously not very prominent in universities in india right now even though we have you know in a lot of our universities including us we had entrepreneurship cells and yeah. you know clubs and very stuff like that but the educational framework still falls behind when we're talking about creating entrepreneurial spirit among individuals in japan they have which is supposed to be known as the best country for entrepreneurs according to us news uh, they have something which is known as edge that is enhancing development of global entrepreneur program which is basically a program that is initiated by the government and it's funded by the ministry of education culture and sports science and technology it focuses on creating value creation in respect with innovative thinking and nurturing entrepreneurship in japan in a global lev- in a global context and this program is especially associated with universities so you know by having probably government funded programs like that and affiliating them with universities would probably help again you know ignite the spirit of entrepreneurship among undergrads and postgraduates in our country and personally uh, you know i feel like this is something that should be done because even though we progress in a lot of sense when it comes to entrepreneurship with e-cells and having you know clubs and stuff there are a lot of things we still lack in when it comes to you know promoting entrepreneurship by like probably having um mentors in our university itself having staff who are entrepreneurs and stuff like that what are your thoughts about it do you think you've related to this in a kind of sense yeah so first of it's not that we are lagging behind i think mm-hmm. we are still yet to progress mm-hmm. it's a slow progress like yeah of course it is quite nice that we are having entrepreneurship cells in various universities as such but yeah it could definitely use some improvement so i can tell you about something back in my school days okay so uh, when i was in 11th and 12th uh, my principal she knew that i was into entrepreneurship and we were the first batch of students it was actually a brand new college and we were the first batch of students so mm-hmm. what she decided to do with me is that she said twice in a week mm-hmm. two times in a week i can sell anything i like okay so i used to go around selling cookies and cupcakes to every classes and then i was supposed to report my profit and loss 
Okay. So I started picking up a few skills by uh, there and then. Mm-hmm. So when I went to pastry school and we were start starting to learn about costing all of our products, it was actually a little bit easier for me to manage it because mm-hmm. I had done costing before, so I knew what was it like per se. Okay. So I mean, as long as we started from you know, the early age, mm-hmm. it's actually much easier to catch up in the long run because when we grow up. and when we're supposed to take on the even tougher skills mm-hmm. like the legal requirements the tax yeah. stuff mm-hmm. by then we will be like already well processed enough to able to understand the information because Definitely. but if we are in the school days and if we don't get any information registered and suddenly we are in college and if we decide to get into these entrepreneurship programs and there's a whole lot of information thrown at you it's going to become a huge information overload true and, and that's something which you can't process with a bucket load of information definitely and i also think like you know finding a good mentor also is super important and that's something we it's pretty hard to find in a university also no matter what you obviously have your friends that you can approach you have few teachers that would be delighted to help you but again going to approach them and finding the right one to help you is pretty tough so i think along with you know obviously our education system has improved tremendously like you said i'm so glad that you know you had an environment especially in school that helped you enhance your entrepreneurship abilities but i think for a lot of us we do not have that type of mentorship so probably uh, by you know providing resources out there for entrepreneurs that would be and resources that are easily available like you can just google up and find out those type of resources would help our country tremendously because honestly we're the country with the youngest with the largest youth population and right now uh, because of the pandemic now more than ever we see the importance of job creation and job creation can only be done once we have jobs that start up in india so one of the ways in which we can create more jobs to start up in india create more job opportunities create more industries in our country is by improving our education system and making our education system produce more of employees rather than employers so yeah, yeah. Uh, that is our first part of it and now we're slowly going to concentrate on you sandhya you're in the hot seat right now so uh, <laughs> you know i find it very interesting that you were obviously you took up business as um, as your specialization as your degree and uh, you know generally there's a stereotype you know once you take business you're expected to go uh in a in a direction where it's you join a mnc you climb up the ladder and you know you follow the rules so why did you think of starting your own business and you know get your hands dirty being a chef by yourself why did you what inspired you to do that i'm not sure if there's any inspiration as such okay there is inspiration but it's more inherited than inspired mm-hmm. so um my my family so if we say family it automatically means dad side of the family because yeah. you know it's india of course so my family has a business background okay so it's actually a family of uh, business people so my grandfather was like into a lot of business yeah so since i was the first ever like i was the only ever grandchild in the family to pursue business i got like full support from the family like 
the rest of my cousins all of them went into engineering and i was the only one who like decided to take business and you know the whole family was like happy like okay we have a business person in the family so i got full support from there and then my mom and my grandmothers they are both are like really good cooks mm-hmm. so i would have definitely inherited some something thing from, from them yeah so i mean this was another question that i actually took off but now that you said it was like almost inherent abilities when it comes to inherited abilities when it comes to your cooking what do you think do you think there are few abilities that are innate to entrepreneurs that you need to be born with and only then you can be an entrepreneur or you feel like they can be learned they can definitely be learned okay. because if you actually see during the pandemic a lot mm-hmm. of home based businesses have set up yeah true a lot of people have become entrepreneurs over this year and it's definitely a wonderful thing because there are people who are making use of their time and learning something new and they want to make use of it and give back to the society and i think it's pretty great actually yeah that's pretty insp- inspiring to be honest and also i mean india also we do have entrepreneurs if we think about it in the more logical sense because you know we have mostly our our uh, our industries are mostly agricultural and we have farmers farmers are entrepreneurs if you think about it in the wider aspect of things so Definitely. yeah i mean this is another thing that i read about and if you are someone who wants to you know improve our country you can also help another person by say a vegetable vendor go and show them google pay just teach them how to use you know this new uh, new technologies and stuff like that that can also help them with their business and you know enhance the skill of entrepreneurship among even vendors and uh, you know farmers yep. and stuff like that so that's another thing you could do guys and uh, you know another thing that i think is a lot of people including me the money part of it holds us back when it comes to starting businesses you know we always think that you either need to be a trust fund baby or you need to have an investor backing you So do you think that's actually true when it comes to starting your own business do you feel like you need a really big level of investment or even if you don't have it's all right Um it really depends on the type of business you would like to start mm-hmm. So of course I do use I do work on my own funds like I've been working for over a year right now I've been running the business for about a year okay. I've been working on my funds and I do get assistance from my family Mm-hmm. who does keep sending in their own set of funds as well but uh, there are a few people who are not so lucky in terms of funds there are few people i know uh, from the baking aspect at least yeah from the baking industry itself i do know a few entrepreneurs who weren't allowed to have funds whose family did not give them funds so they had to like borrow from friends and stuff and over time they were able to work and able to repay back their friends as well okay So yeah it actually differs a lot based on what's the situation you're in and what type of business you want to start okay. because if there's something like way more technical aspect and if you need a huge investment for that it's going to take some time okay so basically i think what you're trying to say is it depends again on the business you're trying to create and secondly do not give up guys try at least try even if you don't have the investment i think you can try to get it and uh, you know Do you think that entrepreneurs should have a plan B in mind or should just be plan A I need to get that no matter what Um you, how is your you, mindset yeah. like So I've never really imagined anything else except for Laswa at the moment mm-hmm. So the actually the whole reason Laswa started it was not planned it was like purely just 
accidental it was out of boredom so we were initially supposed to do internships once we finished our pastry course okay but we actually never heard back um i didn't hear back anything from the place i initially wanted to join so i was getting bored and i wondered let's just let's just start up something on our own and let's mm-hmm. do something mm-hmm. while we wait for an offer letter okay and just like that laswa was born and it started to catch up pretty quickly a lot of people liked it etc and then finally the pandemic hit and i know that we're never going to get employed at this rate because <laughs> the hospitality industry has really taken a brutal hit mm-hmm. no doubt on that yeah so i continued of course there are like really tough times so i was actually closed for the month of may and last year i was closed for the month of april okay because um april it had just started so we didn't know what this virus would do and in this year's may we we know what the, the damage it's already can do so, yeah but i opened up like this week actually i got back to work this week and it feels good it feels good to know that people are missing you and they want you back so yeah we've had our ups and downs but we are growing at a steady pace just taking it slow one step at a time it's great so the stars literally aligned for you to put up your company it's honestly pretty inspiring to see that you know whatever it was supposed to be happened at the end of it yeah so you know at that you know at times like this when you have a lot of influencers out there you have a lot of people out there uh, you know just um talking about hustle culture how you need to hustle all 24/7 and especially it comes to entrepreneurs entrepreneurs right they say that entrepreneurs have no day off what is your you know what do you think about this uh, hustle culture and work life balance when it comes to it oh first off hustle culture is absolutely i don't know you can just insert any cuss word you like in there <laughs> i leave it out better <laughs> I mean it's absolute bs no doubt about that because one thing if this past 2 years have taught it's taught a lot that mental health is very important mm-hmm. and i do not sacrifice my mental health at all so i can like give you a very good example for this so few months back i was actually in a bout of depression i had okay. some work issues personal issues mm-hmm. and the whole problem was that the whole personal issues were just come collapsing my work so bad mm-hmm. so i had one of my my first biggest order ever was in christmas okay. i was supposed to serve a christmas brunch for 20 people wow okay and i i made i pulled it all off by myself uh, i do usually do everything by myself because i don't allow my family near my products at all mm-hmm. uh, unless they're wearing a mask otherwise they're not allowed near my products i just pulled off everything while having a massive breakdown at the same time do with mad respect and it is your mad respect to pull it off like wow <laughs> and then i knew i have to shut down i just have to shut down no matter what and yeah i shut down for like a week yeah i shut down for a week and then i was supposed to head head to home down for a mandatory visit because it had been months since we mm-hmm. saw our grandparents so i was shut for easily another week so yeah i mean i took two weeks off and i got back to work and had to just keep working on myself i mean the problem that comes with uh, running a business is sometimes people just stop seeing you for who you are mm-hmm. they start seeing you as what you do 
Yeah. So it's like people stop talking to you as a person. They stop asking, "Hey, how are you doing?" They stop asking, you know, "How's life going?" They instead ask, "Hey, how's the business? Hey, can I order this? Hey, can you send me this? Hey, the food is good." And I was like, "So is that all I am to you? <laughs> I'm not your friend anymore, right?" So that's the whole reason it like kind of collapsed, and that's what I strongly believe in. Mm-hmm. You cannot let your work life and personal life collide, especially when. one of them is in a bad state because it's going to go haywire either way yeah so i make sure that i give mental health a top priority at all times that's great that's like pretty i mean apt at this point especially because you know you have even people working in corporates they have tremendous amount of works because of work because they're working from home right now so i feel it's always right like to Like you know, set your boundaries. Like your work life should be remain at work. Your personal life should remain at home for you to have this peace of mind. Otherwise, like you said, you know, we're treated like robots, like machines. You need to keep running until you probably reach the peak and collapse. So yeah, I mean, I'm so glad that you as an entrepreneur believe in this. You know, a proper way of work-life balance and how important it is to you as an individual. Now, Sandhya, uh, I just wanted to know. You know, is there any question that you feel that I haven't asked that you feel needs to be, uh, you know, addressed now, <laughs> or any you know pearls of wisdom that you'd like to tell our listeners? So, if I were to tell something, I would definitely say never stop learning. Mm-hmm. never stop learning no matter what if you like a course just sign up for it no matter if it's free or if it's paid just sign up for it yeah because today actually we see a lot of people there are a lot of people i personally know a lot of people who just sit around and do nothing and i'm like that's it you're just going to sit around and do nothing <laughs> <laughs> because at some point of time we will feel like we are we enough Mm. do we need something more so we got to keep learning something no matter what there is no such thing as a perfect entrepreneur or a perfect company or a perfect life you're just going to keep growing that's what i feel yeah is very important especially now because of the pandemic and because of social media you see everyone living these picture perfect lives and even if you take like a single break or if you do nothing for a day you feel so bad about yourself at least me personally uh after the vaccine in fact uh i had my vaccine shot the starting of this month yeah and i came back home and i was just like you know i'm not going to get fever everyone was just you know it's not a big deal everyone gets vaccine shots and then the very next day i fell ill like the night and i could not like move my hand at all and i just realized and i took like a days break on tuesday i was just like okay i'm just going to take a day off and i just like watched something binge watch netflix and stuff and i just i felt so bad at the end of the day because i was just like you know it was such an unproductive day so <laughs> i literally craved to learn the next day like i came back and i was like okay i'm going to write another script i'm going to do this i'm going to do that so i feel you always have to have some kind of motivation at least now during the pandemic when it's so tough to be motivated and once you get into this unmotivational state it's so hard to get out of it so yeah to all my listeners out there if you are in that kind of state just start take 5 minutes do something for 5 minutes you're automatically going to do that thing throughout it will get interesting so yeah don't think just do things 
that's the wisdom from me so you know be uh, i bear at the end of the episode and i just want to ask you something if you were to ask we ask this to every guest uh, by the way uh, if you were to ask anyone anything what would you ask and uh, who would you ask that question to quite an interesting question i mean if i were to ask questions i would definitely ask it to a lot of my teachers in the pastry field at least a lot of pastry chefs i know i would probably ask them no clue actually because <laughs> there is a lot i mean i could definitely ask them something recipe wise or business wise it's just i want to know if whether they would like to give back to the community whether giving back to the community actually makes sense mm-hmm. because pastry field it's pretty complex at times mm-hmm. it, we can decide whether we want to give back to the community or not want to give back to the community so recently i had attended one course so mm-hmm. the course was actually done by a friend of mine so it was like a debut performance for her and i literally signed up for the course just to cheer her on okay and she said you know what we should do courses courses are the future in the field of baking and i'm like i don't know should we do courses it's quite it's quite a very debatable thing because there are only a few people who actually have patience to do courses and i don't know if i can take a course i'll happily do a course but i don't know if i have the guts to take a course even though a lot of people love my teaching skills but i don't think i'll ever have the courage to do that so i would definitely ask the chefs in all i know is okay. do you is this really matter taking courses when there's actually a lot of free resources on the internet where anybody can just learn anything mm-hmm. and become anything they want to be mm-hmm. i think that's what i would ask it sounds very vague but no 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 i get what you mean it's a pretty interesting question and it's especially very personal to you when it comes as an entrepreneur and as a chef so yeah i totally get what you mean and if you're asking me i think you should not think just do go for it your notes were always worked well i'm pretty sure this course too would work well for you <laughs> thank so, you uh so that uh, brings us to the end of this very insightful session i hope entrepreneurs out there at least learned a few things or two from this episode and uh, i hope the idk fam also learned something from this uh how our education system needs to improve in few aspects how entrepreneurs should probably take up courses and never stop learning and uh, you know uh how at the end of it we should also maintain a work life balance so yeah i hope everyone learned something from this that brings us to the end of today's episode thank you again so much sandhya for being part of this discussion and giving us your pearls of wisdom thank you so much for getting time out and making it today thank you thank you samantha i thoroughly enjoyed it and i wish you all the very best for all your future endeavors episodes <laughs> and let the idk fam grow <laughs> thank you so much sandhya greatly appreciate it so you get a 1 minute plug plug in your social media plug in anything that you want to plug if you have any upcoming projects where you can buy your stuff from anything so hey this is sandhya somurugan chef owner of laswa patisseri you can find me on my instagram handle my business account is laswa.patisseri and my personal handle if you would like to reach out to me is 
the baking boy and underscore before and after okay, anyways great. yeah you want to you have something more no no i'm good okay great so yeah don't forget to check out lasor for some delicious treats i'm sure you can get them from there uh, so yeah uh, and uh, you know the drill guys share the podcast rate it on apple podcast follow it on spotify and a share like share and subscribe on youtube and if you have any stories that you'd like me to cover dm me on at @idkwsmathgeorge on instagram so yes that's about it thanks again sandhya thank you for listening listeners and see you next friday for another fun episode see you when i see you bye